What's up, everybody? This is Nick Sly coming back to y'all live with another episode of New Music with Nick, my column and podcast series where I look at some of the most relevant recent releases in hip-hop, R&B, and pop music. Without further ado, let's get into it. This week, I'll be looking at Smino's latest album, Love for Rent. Alright, so Smino is a 31-year-old artist out of St. Louis, Missouri. And I put a heavy emphasis on the word artist because a lot of people want to call Smino a rapper, but I don't think that's completely fair or accurate just because of the variety of sounds and styles and genres that he's explored throughout all of his music. He's really kind of touched on everything from hip hop to neo soul to R&B, some electric and funk elements here and there in his music. There's just such a variety and versatility of sounds and styles that I don't think we can just call him a rapper anymore. He's basically carved out his own lane He's basically carved out his own genre in music at this point. The genre is him doing his own thing in his own lane, making this eclectic music that brings together so many sounds from all across all these different genres and all across the world of music. He's really a one of a kind artist in so many ways. He carved out his own lane with this really distinct voice and style, you know, using this particular Southern draw. He's got infinite flows in his arsenal. He's got this world-class smoothness. Every single syllable he delivers has such a deep soulfulness in it. You know, all those things really come together and help to set him apart from the majority of mainstream artists and really give him something special and unique and creative that's very much his own in the world of music. Smino's definitely not new to the game at this point. He put himself on the map probably for the first main point for a lot of people with 2017's Black Swan, a really phenomenal album, kind of at the intersection of hip hop and R&B super melodic super smooth listen from front to back a couple songs ended up emerging as hits and being pretty consistent strongholds for him and his discography like wild irish roses netflix and Duce, amphetamine really helped to establish him as an artist to a mainstream crowd and really helped acclimate him to the worlds of hip-hop and r&b and start finding his way in terms of building that fan base and building a career there and then in the next year in 2018 we got the arrival of his sophomore album noir an eclectic but really kind of scattered and inconsistent collection of tracks. There were some fun, exciting moments here and there, but overall the cohesiveness wasn't there like it was with Black Swan, and the overall artistic value just kind of fell short of what he had going on in his debut effort. In 2020, we got the mixtape She Already Decided, actually a really good project, but unfortunately it was only on streaming services as an organized compilation for a really short amount of time. And at this point now, it's kind of just scattered all across the internet in random locations, SoundCloud, YouTube, Datpiff, wherever you can find it, basically. And so it hasn't really been able to stand a place as, you know, a solid and consistent part of his discography. But it was a really good kind of holdover collection in that time between Noir and obviously Love for Rent Now. So really good collection of tracks, but just didn't really get the same hold as the other studio albums did on proper streaming services. Music is one of those things, you know, like you can't work at it your whole life. You can like try to acclimate and adapt to it. You can build a smoothness with it over time with some practice and effort. But for some people, it just comes really naturally. And that really shines through in the music. Smino is obviously one of those people. Music just comes so naturally to him. He has such a natural touch and feel, such a smoothness with it, such an understanding of how different sounds and styles can blend together properly. And that's really helped Smino establish himself and become the incredible artist that he is today. You know, with somebody with that kind of versatility and style and natural instinctual touch for it, you know, we have high expectations. I have really high expectations for this. Love for Rent's coming almost four years since his last studio album. So, you know, it's a really pivotal moment for him to kind of see what has he been working on over the last four years? What direction is he going to go with his sound? 
especially when to me his sophomore album didn't really live up to the expectations I have for it and didn't really follow through on his artistic potential. So I think Love for Ren, I was really hoping that he gets back to the quality, the smoothness, the cohesiveness that he had in his debut with Black Swan, but expanding into a bunch of new sounds, getting to hear a bunch of really exciting moments that I was wanting to hear from Smino over these last few years. Thankfully, Smino very much delivered on this album and came through with the album that's really up to the level of his caliber of talent. Let me just start with the rollout for the album. Shout out to Smino's team because that was incredible. Every single aspect of it was absolutely incredible. So many artists and so many artists teams nowadays lose the art of the rollout and have kind of forgotten the importance of it. But that's the critical time to be building the fan excitement, the widespread anticipation, you know, trying to get an aesthetic and sonic foundation built for the project that's to come. His team obviously understood that and they executed effortlessly across all aspects of it really killing it. You know, they had a great lead single featuring J. Cole with 90 Proof. They had creative pop-up events. They had listening parties for dedicated fans. They had basically a house for rent set up in LA where they had a bunch of dedicated fans come through and get to see a bunch of meaningful memorabilia moments, get to do listening parties with Smino in events. All of the little snippets, the visualizers, everything that was put out built the aesthetic perfectly. All the photo shoots, the social media engagement and activity, Everything was so flawless and so cohesive around this aesthetic of love for rent. This album rollout should really serve as the blueprint for any artist that's trying to make a captivating campaign and build some anticipation and excitement for their upcoming releases. Getting into the music, the project starts on such a high note. The intro is really nicely done. Monty Booker with a nice little smooth production-based intro. Second track, we've got No Else. It comes bursting with so much personality, so much soul, so much fun. Cal Banks on the production, really incredible producer, really establishing himself as one of the best producers in the whole game right now. No L's, this is an incredible, really fun first full track on the album, and it really gives the album one of its highlights right away. Right after that, we get 90 Proof, which was the album's lead single featuring J. Cole. Obviously, we know what we're getting with a Cole feature at this point. It's worth its weight in gold. He killed the feature, made the song incredible. Really infectious hook on it. Just another great track that really builds the album out. And then we got 90 Proof featuring Dolce. Honestly, this song is incredible. It's so fun. And look, I don't want to go on a tangent about Dolce on a Smino album review, but I cannot wait for Dolce's next project. She is one of the most incredible artists in the world right now. Her talent is ridiculous. She came through. She killed the track. The track's got such an infectious hook from Smino. Really fun track from front to back, and just a really cool song overall. Great energy and a great addition to the track list. Not really well. You know, after Pro Freak, though, honestly, the album goes way down in energy for a pretty substantial amount of time and really mellows out for a while. And I think that my main critique of the album is really that there weren't that many moments that really blew me away. It mellowed out for a little bit too long, kind of after Pro Freak. There's really basically seven ish tracks in a row where, you know, there's no bad songs coming through, but there's not those moments that really wow me, and there's not really, you know, those grand moments that I kind of want to hear sonically from a Smino album. You know, consistently solid songs, and it help it be a really good album overall, but with Smino's potential, I want more of those moments that leave me in disbelief. There were a few moments on the track list where I was really shocked and extremely impressed with what was going on sonically, but for the most part, I found myself more so just casually enjoying them rather than falling in love with a lot of the tracks and sounds on here. Like I said, a lot of these tracks in the middle weren't necessarily bad. They were solid and even pretty good at times. I mean, there were a few I liked, like Blue Billy, Mode in a Minute, 
Settle Down, Defibrillator. Well, they were good songs, you know, I, I enjoyed them, but just nothing crazy going on. And I just think it mellowed out for a little bit too long, kind of between Pro Freak and then when the energy pops back up more towards the end in those last few tracks. Still, I really thought the sequencing was fantastic and I really liked the way that the album was constructed. I thought all the transitions were super smooth and I thought that the tracks very much fit their place and their alignment within the track list. And I think sequencing is super underrated part of a, of a modern album. And I think Smino and his team really killed it. I thought it was very impressive and I really liked what was going on there. In the last few tracks on the album, we get a couple solid moments, but it really comes all back together with the outro, Lee and Love You with Reggie. That was an incredible song and honestly might just be the best song in the whole project. It's really soulful, beautiful, an emotional love song. The vocal layering, the harmonies are so, so, so flawless and moving. The production on the song is marvelous. It's so warm. It's so personal. It just delivers on all the things that Smino's music is so good at and is really so beautiful at and is really one of a kind at. I mean, it's really kind of highlighting the potential for his greatness. And I couldn't have imagined any better way to close out Love for Rent. Overall, I find myself definitely happy with the final result of the album. I think it's a project that really cements Smino in the upper tier of talent in hip hop and R&B, really just in music in general. It's very melodic. It's very beautiful from front to back. And it really highlights how naturally in touch he is with his music. You know, he pushes boundaries of the genres that he finds himself in so effortlessly. And he finds himself innovating so effortlessly in those lanes. And I really think that this music and this album in particular will be really foundational to a lot of artists that are going to be trying to follow in his footsteps for years to come. Kind of at this intersection of hip hop, R&B and whatever other genres artists want to bring in. Really impressive work from Smino and I can't wait to see everything he's got for the rest of his career. This has been New Music with Nick. Thanks for listening to The Daily Brew. For more podcasts by the Stanford Daily, visit stanforddaily.com slash category slash podcasts.